Like when oh, you eat people in have a fear public? of being uh, I do being kinda, watched while, while they that. eat. Yeah. I've never had that fear. Can't yeah. relate to that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like to eat. Um, <laughs> and I can't be held back by my right, anxiety on that one. Uh, <laughs> but Welcome back to the podcast. This is now our third episode. Yes, it's been a minute, but (laughs) (laughs) but we're here. We will talk about why it took so long for us to um, come back. Yeah. Uh, But before we do that, how are you, Eddie? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I haven't seen you in like 12 years. We just fell off the face of the planet. (laughs) We really did. Um, Sometimes you have to do that. Yeah. I mean, basically what happened was it was the end of semester and the holidays and we got busy yes <laughs> and we really just didn't busy. have time to podcast and the software we use to edit the podcast is at our school and the library was closed until yeah. january 4th so that's why it took so january 2nd whatever robert close enough, second, yeah. whatever he's such a know-it-all I, oh my god don't get me started <laughs> don't even get me don't started he started but anyways um yeah but we're back yeah. we're back from our hiatus the only duo that came back from a hiatus yes <laughs> we were the most eagerly awaited yeah. duo uh yeah but anyway so uh how were your holidays pretty good uh really busy like yeah kind of stressful but i forgot to wish you a merry christmas i so know merry christmas. I, yeah, merry christmas. happy new year happy we'll just new get it all year. done now yeah and merry christmas and happy new year to yes. you guys and happy hanukkah even though it's Kwanzaa, probably january above. 30th by the time you're hearing this honestly no, just we'll kidding. probably not come back at all yeah we're the, this is our last <laughs> this is it. episode this is it. <laughs> it's been yeah. a fun run <laughs> but um but, yeah, yeah i meant to text you and then i worked i worked on yeah. christmas because oh, I, I got God. a new job i forgot so you get the, to talk about the terrible that. shifts um because you're new it wasn't that bad the shifts okay. are not bad it was two to ten which isn't that bad because i had the morning with my family yeah. and then i got to have dinner with robert's family and they got to hang out with dogs all day, which is yeah, not that bad. Is kind and of then we like, cleaned. That doesn't even sound like work. Yeah, and then we, I mean, the two to ten shifts are a lot of cleaning, and they go by so fast. Yeah. So it really wasn't that bad. And I got time and a half, so, you Ooh, know. Okay. I, I'm not complaining. Right. Yeah, that's worth it then. Yeah, um, but I have a new job because my previous employer <laughs> uh, decided to part ways with me. Uh, no big deal. That's literally what I told them when they fired me. I said, no biggie, no problem. I'm out. I'm out. Uh, yeah. When they fired me, I was literally going to give them my letter of resignation. So it doesn't matter. I did not care. They did me a favor because I was Too bad you couldn't slide that in first. My mom was like, you should have given it to them anyways. Don't, don't say anything to me. I had a I didn't care. I just like, I was talking to one of the managers there. I was like, do I have to give you guys a two week? And she was like, No. She's like, that's only if you like want to come back and like you're burning uh, this bridge. I said, you're goddamn right I am. So no I was gonna give him a one week notice, and I got my Friday night off. I had yep. my weekend off, and I started my new job that Monday. Like yep. literally the Friday I got fired, I was hired for my other job. Nice. So you know the universe has a, a funny way of things working out for us. Yep. Um, but yeah, so that's where I'm at. I'm now at a dog hotel, dog daycare. Um, I'll be staying there in a perfect. few days. Perfect. We have quite the <laughs> I need um, selection of um, rooms for you. Ooh. We just had a bunch of dogs leave because the holidays are over, so everybody came Everyone's and got their home. dogs. Yeah. But it's like so therapeutic. It's literally pet therapy. And my therapist was so excited when I told her I was working there. She was like, oh, my God, you're going to have pet therapy. This is going to be great <laughs> for you. So I was work. like, I know. I can't wait. And the dogs really do help. I mean, some of the dogs, like the little dogs, are fucking hellions. Oh, I bet. Oh, my God. That's why I asked They're you about the pug because so I wasn't sure. Satan. I've heard pugs are terrible. No offense to any I pug people. Never heard that about pugs. But I pugs. think they're cute. I've never. <laughs> I've met a few pugs now, and I've loved and adored every single one yeah. of them. I mean, just something about that smashed face oh, is just so cute. So good. They're so cute. They're wrinkles and they're soft, which I didn't know pugs were soft. Mm. I thought they were coarse. Yeah. No. They are soft as fuck, and their their faces are so cute. Oh my god, and they love sitting on my lap. French bulldogs, they are assholes. Are they? (laughs) Yes, which I didn't know, but like, there's these two French bulldog puppies um, at my work, and they will literally tag team other dogs, and they're like the size of I don't even know. What too small to be acting? Too small to be acting that way. And I thought it was just because they were puppies, but then there's 
older French Bulldog siblings and they do the same thing. Yeah. And I'm like, it's just They're the just fucking breed. Shitty. And I'm like, you guys are just assholes. And I think it's like little man complex, you yeah. know? Like, I think they a lot of the dogs, the little dogs have little man <laughs> right. complex. They're like, I'm going to bark your head off. Oh my God. They, the first few times working with the littles, like the first few weeks, I would get physically sick every time. Oh. I'm not kidding. <laughs> they would give me a headache and make me yeah. nauseous because they were so stressful. Oh, I've got them God. kind of under control now. Yeah. Like I know all the dogs pretty well so I can get them to listen. I just sit there. They sit in my lap and I pet them and yeah. that's that. But yeah, so that's my new job. It's literally heaven. Like I a love great it. Job. I love it. I've <laughs> never like than food service. Oh my god. I need to I'm in the wrong business. No, seriously. I've never like loved a job. Yeah. And I, I really do. And the people are really great. The management's really great. Ooh, like what is that like? I know. <laughs> literally. I didn't know anything about that until I started working here. So yeah. I'm pretty happy. Um you're still at mission? Oh yeah. How's that? Um it's it's fine, you know. It'll it'll get me through college. Yeah. Well, like, I'm only working there during the breaks, mainly, anyway. Okay. So. That's not bad. Um, how was your New Year's? Anyways. Uh, oh, I did nothing. Yeah. I, just this it break, nice. I've just felt like doing nothing. Hence the reason why, you know, it's been a while <laughs> since the last podcast. <laughs> but <laughs> it's been nice to, like, like after the semester, it's, it's good to have it, a no, couple yeah, of weeks I, to just do I agree. nothing. I didn't even think, like school-wise the semester was that challenging for me but it was just a stressful yeah. semester it's well and we're both coming to a new right like it was i know that was definitely an adjustment like even yeah. though the, the coursework wasn't outrageous yeah. and i actually the coursework was better this semester because i'm actually interested in it whereas yeah, in the past i, I haven't yeah, been so that helps like yeah tremendously and i'm so excited to just be taking all psychology classes next yeah. semester i'm stoked yeah yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm like done with all the bullshit yeah. classes for the most part. I think you are too. So yeah, and I dropped my. I was gonna double major in psychology and gender and women's studies. Yeah, um, <laughs> and it just wasn't for me. Yeah, you know, um, I just all the classes in gender and women's studies were very similar to the point yeah. where I was like, I don't need a degree in this. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm probably not going to use it anyways. So I was like, fuck Just it. I'll go down losses. to a minor. Yeah. So I went down to a critical sexuality studies. Cause that's the part of it. I was actually interested in was the sexuality studies. And then I was like, I'm going to be in school longer because of this minor. Yep. And I'd already picked up a, um, like a second path, I guess. I don't, I don't know what it's called, but uh, it's like, like a, for the psychology thing. Yeah. So yeah, like yeah. our department, you can pick like a second it's like like kind a of like, it's a certificate. Yeah. And I'm doing mine in like social, not social work, but what is it? Social study. I can't even remember. Social sciences, something like that. Yeah. So, it's so, like social therapy. Work, not social no, work. it's not social okay. work. But it's like therapy and stuff like that. And that's the track I'm yeah. going towards. So I'm doing that instead. It's kind of like a minor. So that fills up what I need. So yeah. I'm excited about that. Nice. And I'm excited for next semester. I am too. I'm like, I'm ready. Yeah, I have two classes with my favorite professor. Shout out to Dr. Anderson. Wow, you like have this whole schedule. You're basically him. Uh, like, literally. <laughs> have you seen the show You? No, I haven't. I've heard about it. I need to get into it. <laughs> like watching his every move. Just like a full blown stalker. I hope he doesn't listen to this. <laughs> he doesn't know about it. It's fine. But yeah. Um, she doesn't know where you live no, yet. No, he's, yeah, yet. No, yeah. He's, he's a great <laughs> professor. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited to take more classes with him. And yeah, our New Year's was pretty quiet too. This was the first like year that I just didn't care. Yeah, same, exactly. Like, and, like I just didn't care, and I, I, mean, I kind of felt bad because I feel like I'm supposed to care, but at the same the time, year I'm like, where fuck that. we should care because it's 2020. You know, it's the yeah, end of it's the decade. A whole decade. But I'm like, I don't care. Like, it's just another year. Yeah. And, like, I think I've just had it. I right. just wanted to drink. I had five shots of tequila. Okay. You're Hell yeah. Hit. To the tequila Hell yeah. now. I see. I had five shots of tequila and uh, about a whole bowl by myself. And <laughs> yes. I was having a grand old time. Well, to yours say was the way least. more interesting than mine. I'm uh, jealous. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was fun. I mean, we just went to Robert and I went to um, my parents' friend's house and hung out with them and my parents, and it was nice. Yeah. It was nice. Um, but yeah, that was. Your parents' friends seem holidays. like they turn up. Yeah. From what I've seen, I I think that was last New Year's I went over. Oh yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, and they were, they year, seemed yeah. like they got. Yeah, my mom is a bit wild. My dad used to be like really wild, but like he's he's tamed down, right, like toned down yeah. since he got older. His but my old mom, age. They know how to party. Mm -hmm. They know and they know how to throw a party. I mean, yeah. I 
I love my parents' parties. They're fun. Yeah. They got great food, great. good people, Liquor and weed. Liquor for days. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that was um, that was my holiday. And um, yeah, I guess we can jump right into it. Yeah, now, now, we're, now it's, it's time. Why not? It's, there's no more delaying it. Nope. Let's get back <laughs> yeah. into it, guys. <laughs> uh, All right. Wait, you're starting. We know what we're doing. Yeah, we have a structure because yeah. Robert wanted us to be structured yeah. this episode. Last episode... It was our first episode doing actual actual content, so we were a bit scatterbrained. Right, but we're trying to be more organized. Yeah, (laughs) that's so it's hard enough just to function normally, but um, to do it on a podcast is it's um it's a bit more challenging. But we're we're gonna do our best. We're trying. It's only our second real episode. Yeah. So. The mental disorder of the week. Da, 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 da. <laughs> um, that was supposed to be like a drum roll, yeah. but you know, whatever. Um, we're doing anxiety this week, and we're going to cover three different anxiety disorders because there are so many. There are so. This is disorders. not even all of them. It's not even close. Like anxiety and depression, they have like the widest yeah, range like of disorders. A, anything you can think of. Yeah, it's crazy. As far as the eye can see. Yeah, I can't wait to talk about phobias. Robert wanted to talk about phobias. Oh, is that going to be a separate one? I think it should be because there are so many phobias. Like, you can't even, like, there are so many phobias and they're so interesting. Um, And I have a few. Did you know social anxiety is technically a phobia? Yeah, it's social social phobia. phobia. Uh So, So should we (laughs) uproot our entire plan? (laughs) Save (laughs) it for the phobia episode. (laughs) Canceled. Yeah. But yeah, so this week we're talking about anxiety. Ooh. Ooh. (laughs) Uh, So, before we get started, we're going to talk about what an anxiety disorder is. Uh, So, anxiety disorders are disorders that share features of excessive fear and anxiety and related behavioral behave I can't say that word behavioral behavioral <laughs> disturbances um and the difference between there's a big difference between anxiety and fear I think a lot of people uh think people with anxiety are just fearful but anxiety and fear are two different emotions and feelings um Fear is the emotional response to a real or perceived threat. And then anxiety is the anticipation of a future threat, um, which <laughs> it sucks. Yeah. Like yeah. reading it like that really puts it in a perspective mm-hmm. of what it's like living with anxiety because there are no impending dooms or threats right. coming but our way. You but the feel thought, like, you know, just that the this minute thing is literally. just going to be the end of you. It feels like the end of the world yeah. and it's yeah it sucks um but that's basically in a nutshell what anxiety is and what anxiety disorders are so eddie would you like to kick it off with our All right. first anxiety i'm getting disorder? it cracking so right. we're starting off with social anxiety or social phobia disorder now this is it's pretty common today like i feel like a lot of people um probably know what it is but yeah. it is a it's when you experience anxiety only in social or like person to person interactions. Um, and it's characterized by a fear of embarrassment or a fear of you're like really self-conscious and yeah. I like that we're defining it because I think a lot of people think social anxiety is the fear of people. It's, it's different from being just like shy. Yeah, it's too. not shy. It's completely different. Yeah. I used to say people used to think I was shy. Yeah, and then meanwhile inside you're just like. <laughs> and I realize now I'm out. not really a shy person. Yeah. I just have social anxiety, and it's hard for me to uh, open up to people because of that. But yeah. anyways, continue. Okay. So, all right. Symptoms include excess fear of situations in which one may be judged worry about embarrassment or humiliation and a concern about offending someone. So a lot of the times this comes up, like, especially with, I believe public speaking, if I'm not mistaken. So like you'll have really like, you just immediately think the worst thing, like everyone is just hates you or whatever. And there's no reason for that. Like it's totally irrational. And that's the difference between like fear and anxiety yeah. is anxiety is irrational there's absolutely no threat to public speaking like, right nobody's like gonna yeah. step up and because everyone else you. is feel, everyone else knows how that is yeah like, but i remember in high school because in college um 
well, I shouldn't say my first semester of college, but okay. So high school and my first semester of college, if I had a presentation due on a Monday and it was Friday, Friday night in my bed, as I'm trying to fall asleep, I would be thinking about what I would have to do that coming Monday. And it would literally make my heart pound. Yeah. And it was the worst feeling in the world. Just that anticipation of the worst anxiety. I hated giving presentations and public speech uh, speaking. And then my senior year of high school, I was president of SGA and Mm. I had to learn how to be okay with public speaking. And I realized like if I'm in a group of people that I know relatively like decently, I'm fine to talk in front of them because I'm like, all right, I know these people, I know their reactions to what I'm saying. But like I could be in a room with like, you, Robert, and some of our other friends. And if I say something, I used to be like this, but if I would say something and you guys just made like a weird face that had nothing to yeah, do oh, I get that. I with get that what too. I said, <laughs> I'd be like, holy shit, I just said something. I, right. They think I'm weird. Think, I upset mm-hmm. them. And a billion thoughts are going through my head yeah. because of something like absolutely trivial. Like, yeah, that yeah. doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, that's that is a really big one. And then when I got to my sophomore year of college and I started uh, started my medication, I I don't have that much of a fear of it anymore or um, anxiety about it anymore. Yeah. Um, I still don't enjoy it, but I'm a lot better at it than I was before I was on medication yeah. for it. I don't but think yeah. anyone like maybe Some there people are there people do. who love well, it. Singers. And I guess, like but I think they're just about their coin, you know. <laughs> they, <laughs> yeah, but they you love think it like Ariana in their Grande pockets. has like stage fright. I mean, I'm sure she has Maybe. like slight. Probably not anymore. I think they all have like a little bit of stage fright. I mean, I think that's normal anticipation for yeah. it. But like, they're not afraid to talk right. in front of people. Yeah, I can't imagine. No, because otherwise, why would you do that all the time? Yeah. I don't know. Let's Ariana Grande. Let's, Come on. Let me call Ari. Go, right. um, I have her on speed dial. I will oh, call her, her and get in her on the somewhere. podcast. I just have so many contacts. She'd actually be a good person to have on the podcast because she has PTSD. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. From all the trauma and yeah. all the shit that she went through with, like, the bombing at her concert yeah. and then, like, Mac Miller dying. Yeah. She literally had a brain scan done. And there was a picture of, like, a healthy brain. And then next to it was hers. And it was, like completely different and fucked wow. it was fucked up because yeah. she's gone through so much traumatic shit so she'd actually oh, be the perfect candidate God. so Ari if you ever listen hit us up right for our PTSD <laughs> you know episode come on uh, yeah but anyways go on okay so alright now on to the diagnostic criteria as listed in the DSM-5 alright marked fear or anxiety about one or more social situations in which the individual is exposed to possible scrutiny by others for example uh, social interactions like Having a conversation, meeting unfamiliar people, or um, eating or drinking. Uh, okay, being observed, for example, eating or drinking. So I guess like when oh, you eat people in have a fear public, of being, uh, I do being kinda, watched while, I while they that. eat. Yeah. I've never had that fear. Can't yeah. relate to that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like to eat. Um, <laughs> and I can't be held back by my right, anxiety on that one. Uh, <laughs> but no, there are people. My uh, sister's ex-boyfriend, they dated for eight months and he never ate in front of her. Really? Mm-hmm. Ever? Never. That's crazy. I feel like and at some point I'd so be worried. Like, they think, oh, I don't eat. Like, yeah, she'd be like, <laughs> dude, why aren't you eating? Like, And he's like, I just I don't eat. Like, but he'd eat in front of his friends. But he I'm pr- he had like anxiety for sure. Like we would maybe talk about it. Maybe he just didn't want to. Yeah, maybe he did. Have yeah, eight months about, and he like, never ate in front of her. Crazy. Yeah. Anyway, next, uh, the individual fears that he or she will act in a way or show anxiety symptoms that will be negatively evaluated. So that kind of is like a sounds very cyclical. Like it just kind of builds. Mm-hmm. Like you don't want other people to know your anxiety. Oh yeah, that's yeah. the worst. Yeah. Knowing you're anxious. And, and then feeling like feeling everyone like else can see. And, <laughs> oh, man. And then social situations almost always provoke fear or anxiety. Yeah. Um, and the social situations are avoided or endured with intense fear or anxiety. Okay. Yeah. I have a funny story that I don't know if I've even told Robert. Um, but the day of his graduation party... For high school. So this was almost four I years was there, ago. Right? You were there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. This was like four years ago. Okay. Yeah. I had we never met his parents. <sighs> I met his mom once. 
Um, I hadn't met his dad. I hadn't met his friends, which was you and Jess. So I was waiting for Shannon, our friend Shannon, to, um, you know, hop on over. But she was doing something and she was going to be late. And I was like, fuck. So I like drove on over and I pulled up and I literally drove off and I drove to our friend Becca's house who lives right around the corner. And I walked in her house. I said, I can't go to his house. And she was like, why? And I was like, because like, what if his parents think I'm like, you know, not good enough for them, him. And like, what if they don't like me? And like, I'm not, I'm not cut out to be a girlfriend and all this stuff. And I'm going through all this stuff wow. just to walk in his house yeah. and meet these people. And go to a I was like 30 party. minutes late because of this. Yeah. Like I f- was at Becca's for like a good 20 minutes, like talking myself up into just going wow. and meeting his family. Cause yeah. there were a lot of people there and I was nervous. And then like, I went in. I finally got there and I went in and of course his mom was like, oh, there's Lauren. Everybody meet Lauren. Yeah, and I all, was like, nice. oh my God. <laughs> She's calling everyone yeah. on the block. And then I met his dad and like, it was fine. I mean, and then I met you yeah. and we didn't talk. We didn't talk I mean, at we all talked for that the night. next three years. But yeah, we talked that night. We hit it off that night and then we didn't talk yeah. for like literally two years. <laughs> I don't even remember. You were drunk. They- you were that very explains drunk what? That <laughs> was that, did we play like some game? Yes, we played apple to apples, and then oh, we went yeah. to the Chinese restaurant. That was restaurant. fun. It was a good night. Oh, the Chinese restaurant. It was a good night, that and then um, our friend almost hit someone while they were yeah, driving. But it was fun. It was hilarious, and they were that sober, was... I believe. Oh, the they were. Yeah. yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, yeah, and now like you know, I'm pretty close with his family, and you know, I don't have those fears anymore. But that's just an example of what it's like. Like any, just the thought of yeah. a social setting used to scare the shit out mm-hmm. of me. Um, I like, I, I kind of like social settings now, depending on who's there. Who's there? And <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean, we should even should we even get into the party? Oh. <laughs> our uh, our party fears. Which the Halloween oh, party? That was rough. Oh my god! <laughs> but like you, okay. So should we? Are we going on a tangent now? We've arrived. Um, Pit stop. So we had this Halloween party that we went to, and normally this past Halloween. This is yeah, this recent. past Halloween, and like okay, a little bit of background. I sometimes I can go to a party and I'm fine. Same. But for whatever reason, this day it was just like. Something was not kicking. Uh-oh. Like I don't know what good. it was, but uh, yeah, we were freaking out the whole way there. <laughs> we're talking to each other like, oh. I don't want to go. I don't. Why are we going? What? I don't want to go here. There's going to be so many people. Literally, no one's going to be dressed up. Everyone was oh, dressed right. up. We I were wasn't. Afraid. <laughs> right. That's right. I literally, I was like, do I dress up? I don't know if I should dress up. And Robert was meeting us there. You yeah. picked me up, yeah. and the whole time we were on our way, and I was like, I don't, I don't know, like. If I want to go anymore, and you're like, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know either. Good and thing I, I can't believe I didn't just turn the car around. And I go. know, I know, and I just went. I just wanted the jungle juice. Yeah, and yeah right. We were in the it weed, for the and like once I'm high and drunk, I'm like, okay, and you know. I wasn't okay the rest of the night. Yeah, Let's just say no. that. There were tons of people from high school that I knew that I knew were going to be there because the first part time I went to this person's party um, a few months ago, I walked in. Surprise, surprise. There's all these motherfuckers in high school. <laughs> and I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. This so man. I was prepared. But the preparation made me anxious. Yeah. Just the Because I up. knew they were going to be there. Yeah. And I was like. Fuck. But you don't. At the same time, you don't know exactly. Like there were, oh, no, there were I some wild exactly. cards oh, that I was. did not there expect. There was a kid I went to elementary school with from Crofton. Really? Yes. There was. I felt and like these everyone went to our, our high age school. Was there. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, who the fuck? I'm like, where the fuck did yeah. you? Like, how do you know this person? Yep. But anyways, regardless, not a good night. No, it was it was terrible. It was pretty. It wasn't bad, terrible. But, I mean. But- it was pretty bad for was, me. Yeah, it was pretty rough. I didn't like it. I think it was pretty rough for me. Yeah, and Eddie said, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> we stayed for maybe an hour. No, literally. We okay. stayed for yeah. probably less than that, actually. Which, in my opinion, that's plenty of time, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, that was enough <laughs> for me. And then Robert and I went and got, oh, McDonald's. We went to McDonald's. <sighs> Smashed I don't know what nuggets. I did. I probably just came home and. I think you did. Drank myself to death. No. Same, literally. <laughs> drank myself Curled up to in a sleep. ball on the floor <laughs> and cried. <laughs> I'm still here. Okay. Oh my god. Anyways, back to the task at hand. We're doing a podcast, are we? (laughs) Anyway. Oh my god. All right. So continuing on with the symptoms of, or I'm sorry, the diagnostic criteria of social anxiety disorder. All right. Part E. The fear or the fear or anxiety is out of proportion to the actual threat posed by the social situation. So that's kind of like what we were saying. Like, how bad can a speech possibly go? Right. Um. 
Next, the fear, anxiety, or avoidance is persistent, typically lasting for six months or more. Um, also causes significantly significant distress or impairment in social, occupational, or other important areas of function. It's pretty standard. Mm-hmm. Um, the fear, anxiety, or avoidance is not attributable to the physiological obsess- effects of a substance. I forgot how to read. <laughs> it's not attributable to the physiological effects of a substance um, or another medical condition. Fear or anxiety is not better explained by the symptoms of another disorder. Um, okay. Yeah, that's pretty much it. It's just kind of standard stuff. Yeah, and I think our um, little tangents were pretty yeah, good at explaining yeah, good, that it's like living we with social tangents. anxiety. Yeah. Um, yeah, so those are the symptoms. Yep. Do you want to talk a little bit about the, yeah, like, as far treatment as the options? Treatments. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to go over two, I guess. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, yeah. Um, there's cognitive behavioral, behavioral therapy, which aims to, I guess, help like view social situations in a different way or just think differently, like kind of not let yourself get out of control. Yeah. I have, my therapist is a CBT therapist or she, she does a bunch of different therapies, but she focuses on CBT with me. It's the therapy of attempting to rewire the way you think. So anxiety is just like irrational thoughts. That's all anxiety is. So if when I've worked with my therapist over the year, the past year, she's taught me how to think differently about my anxieties and like, how I talk to myself because when I would get really anxious, I would talk really down on myself and that's why I was depressed. Yeah. Um, and she was like, you need to learn how to like talk to yourself different and how to like think about situations different and it will like everything will follow. And it does. It's yeah. like night and day. I still have a lot um, of progress to go, but it it's a significant difference for sure. Now, where does the behavioral aspect come in? Like, does she do anything as far so, as behaviorism? So it's cognitive, cognitive behavior. Oh my God. I cannot say that. Behavioral. Word. <laughs> Whatever. Cognitive B, B word. word. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's like, it follows. So if you change the way you think your behavior will Okay. Will so follow. that's kind of the goal yeah. is like the behavior. Okay. Yeah, your behavior, sense. your behavior will follow the way your cognition your is. Yeah. yeah. Which is what anxiety, your behavior is a response to your right. thoughts. So if you have um, anxious thoughts, your behavior is going to change, exhibit to anxiety, yeah. you know? So yeah, that's the goal with CBT. Okay. And then in a, usually in addition to that as well, there's uh, medication, mm-hmm. um, could be either SSRIs or benzodiazepines. Do you want to talk about SSRIs? SSRIs. What is it? Serotonin? Selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor. Yeah. So I'm not too educated on medication, to be honest. I still have to take a medication course, but I'm on an SSRI. Actually, I'm on two, I think. Okay. Oh, maybe that other one's that. SNRI. It might be. I know. So I'm on Paxil, which is a common, when I was researching this, was a common um, medication to use on social and generalized anxiety, which is what I'm on. That's what I started on. And then Wellbutrin was added. I don't know what Wellbutrin is. I don't know if it's an SSRI or not, but it basically just like, it's an addition. It produces serotonin levels, right? That's what the SSRI does, right? Because yeah, when you have depression or anxiety, you're not producing enough. Right. So, yeah, it it, it, it makes up for what you're lacking. It stops the into the neurons. Yeah. So it's like there's more there, yeah. Yeah. Um, but like usually said, those are, I think those are more traditionally used for, like, depression. Though, they right? are, but you can use SSRIs But they're usually comorbid, anything. I guess. Yeah, but you can use those for literally any disorder. Like, they'll use SSRIs for schizophrenics. Yeah. It's like, it's just, you can use it for anything. Just, it's kind of like uh, the Dayquil <laughs> <laughs> mental you know, disorder, pharmaceutical yeah. topic, whatever. Yeah. Um, benzo... Benzodiazepines are, they're just like to curb the anxiety symptoms. So yeah. essentially they're... Um, I believe the effects are similar to alcohol in mm-hmm. the sense that it's just kind of like a, like, it's just a relaxing, like it's like Xanax is an yeah, example of it's, a it chills you out. Now the problem with those are I, they have a high risk for abuse. Yeah. And huge. they're, I think they're more used like for acute periods. Like if you're, if yeah, you feel like a panic going, attack coming right. on mm-hmm. or something or like that. Or if you that. have like a fear of flying. But not, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. 
but not really something to be used like long-term. my therapist was like i will not prescribe um she can't prescribe it. She was like, I will not recommend yeah. benzos for you. She's like, they're so addictive, yep. especially around your age group. And they just, in my opinion, they just mask the anxiety. They're yeah. not like SSRIs actually are going into your brain and like the um, neurons and stuff like yeah. that. And they're fixing well, I mean, it's the more production like issues. Yeah, it's it takes more weeks effective. for SSRIs yeah. to kick in. Um we should honestly do a whole episode on medication because yeah. there's a lot that goes into medication. So I'm not even going to like go into it, but yeah, so that's the difference between the two, but benzos to me, just mask it. Yeah. They just get rid of it for the it's, time. I mean, it's to like me, that's like the same pot. as exactly. It's like the same as going and drinking because you're anxious. Right. Exactly. Or but then when you come down, you're still, still in the same it didn't fucked solve up position yeah. and usually it makes it worse. Exactly. All right. So our second um, anxiety disorder is generalized anxiety disorder. And this one I actually know a lot about because this is my um, diagnostic or what, diagnosis, 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 diagnosis would be plural. So I it's one of two. your diagnoses. It's one of my diagnoses. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I have generalized anxiety disorder. And basically what it is, is the excessive anxiety and worry um, that occurs more days than not for at least six months about a number of events or activities. So generalized anxiety disorder is basically just an anxiety disorder where your anxiety, it's not focused on one thing. It's not social. So it's not just social. It's not just, um, you know, a phobia. It's like anything can yeah. make you anxious. So like I would go through life not even knowing what was making me anxious, but I was just anxious. And that's, that's GAD. So some of the diagnostics are that the individual finds it difficult to control the worry, which I know a lot about when you are like in a state of anxiety, it is almost impossible to talk yourself down. Um, The anxiety and worry are associated with at least three of the following six symptoms. So um, restlessness or feeling keyed up or on edge, which I feel all the time, being easily fatigued. Very common with me. Difficulty concentrating or mind going blank. Very common for me. Irritability. Common. <laughs> muscle, te- muscle tension. I don't think I've had muscle tension. Um, I, no. That so sounds I, yes, more like I a do. panic attack. Though. I have muscle really? tension. I forgot a few weeks ago. Robert was like <laughs> rubbing my shoulders. And he's like, oh, my God, you're so tense. If you feel my shoulders, they're Tense. Are you sure it's not just because you're a swole Jesus? I wish. <laughs> I wish. That's why they were tense. <laughs> I wish. If only. So my like back area gets pretty tense and I have chronic back pain and it's probably from my anxiety to be honest. And then sleep disturbances, uh, difficulty falling or staying asleep or restless, unsatisfying sleep. I have that probably more than any other symptom. That is the worst. Um, There are periods where I'm extremely anxious to the point where I don't sleep. Or there's periods where I oversleep or my favorite periods where I have nightmares. Tons of them. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. So that's kind of how my sleep schedule goes. I will be up until like two. Last night I didn't go to bed till four in the morning. Yeah. I was just watching my show, couldn't sleep, and Damn, I was like, I hate whatever. That so much. I hate yeah. not being able to go to sleep. And I worked at two today, to so I yeah. literally slept. I stayed in bed till one o'clock. But hey. I mean, that's not bad. At I, least you're getting, your, you're getting your sleep hey, time. I didn't in. mind. Yeah, I didn't cool. mind. Um, the anxiety, worry, or physical symptoms cause clinically significant stress or impairment in social, occupational, or other important areas of functioning. So, uh, what it means other areas. So there are different ways people can experience anxiety. Um, there are whole body symptoms, which is like fatigue, lightheadedness, or sweating, which I just realized while researching sweating. this episode that sweating was a symptom of my anxiety. In high school, I sweat so much to the point where I had to use, I can't believe I'm saying this, I had to use a special <laughs> it all comes up. that literally like clogged my sweat glands so I wouldn't sweat. It was disgusting. I hated sweating. As soon as I went on meds, I haven't used that shit in years. And I didn't even realize it until I was doing this. I don't have to use it anymore because my anxiety is under control. It was literally a symptom of my anxiety, which like sucks. But like, I'm glad I know what it is. You know, yeah. uh, there's my favorite word. Behave <sighs> Yeah, there you go. Whatever. You're getting there. Um, irritability, restlessness and hypervigilance. Hypervigilance? Yeah. I don't is that, really oh, know. Oh, is that, that like um it sounds like you're like obsessions almost, but not not quite. 
All right, let's, he's going to Google. See. I'm Googling. I'm going to go to I'm gonna our go. stuff. Then there's cognitive um, symptoms, which is the lack of concentration or unwanted thoughts. And then psychological, which is the fear or severe anxiety. Um, there's also other common symptoms such as falling difficulty falling asleep emotional distress excessive worry headache nausea heart palpitations or repeated repeatedly going over thoughts or trembling um hypervigilance we found it is an enhanced state of sensory sensitivity accompanied by an exaggerated intensity of behaviors i feel like i've definitely experienced that yeah do you want to talk on that because i'm Um, still I'm illiterate. I don't, I don't, like, I don't know how. An enhanced state of sensitor, like, sensory? So, like, headaches? I get, like, really sensitive to smells at some, like, at certain times. Oh. But I don't, I never really noticed that it was anxiety yeah, related, I've but it could be. Yeah, I've never noticed that for anxiety, too. But I guess if you, I don't know. Or maybe that's I don't just think a thing that happens had... to people. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had that symptom. But it doesn't, yeah, it's not something that's, like causing that much anxiety. I don't know, maybe it is this whole time my yep, smell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then the treatment options for generalized are very similar to the treatment options for um, the social anxiety, which is therapy. There are different kinds of therapy, but CBT seem to uh, work best and are targeted towards those with anxiety. Different medications, um, again, more SSRIs, um, antidepressants. Self-care. This is a bit uh, triggering for me, if you will, because I know all the steps I'm supposed to be taking for self-care, but I don't do any of them. And uh, that's where my depression comes in. It's just that lack of motivation. I just can't get myself to do it. It really is. It's a terrible cycle. Um, But physical exercise, don't do that. Stress management, (laughs) definitely don't do that. Oh, no, sorry. I do have stress management. It's called pot. Um, (laughs) Good advice. We're good. Relaxation techniques, also called pot. (laughs) Um, No, you should not be smoking if you are on um, an antidepressant period (laughs) like it literally will fuck up the whole purpose of the medication but you know here i am with an issue with pot use because i depend on it i have a dependency yeah i don't care what people say it's not addictive it i'm i'm emotionally addicted to it i don't care what people say it's easy to get into a habit maybe it's not an addiction but it's I'm dependent on it. Yeah. Like I depend on marijuana. Yeah. And you know, I'm not proud of that, but hey, I'm working through it. <laughs> I'm working through my demons. <laughs> Recovery is a process. Yeah. It always is. And then of course, like I said, therapies, different kinds of therapies. I wanna cycle back real quick to the hypervigilance because I just found out what it is. Um, a state of increased alertness. I definitely have that. I take back what I said. I have that. For sure. It says you're extremely sensitive to your surroundings. Um, It can make you feel like you're alert to any hidden dangers. So, paranoid. Okay. Like, when I'm sitting in the parking garage in my car, and Mm -hmm. I just think it's going to get blown up. Yeah. And you're, like, looking around, and (laughs) you're, like, watching these people, and you're, like... He's going to blow yeah, me up. Every car that drives by, He's gonna I rob me. basically crawl into the back of it and see if I can find any Literally. bombs. Yeah so, yeah. yeah, so that is generalized anxiety disorder in a nutshell. Eddie, would you like to go on to panic disorder? Oh, yes. All right. Now, I totally don't have my material <laughs> ready, but essentially panic disorder is kind of... I don't want to say similar, but it's kind of similar to generalized anxiety disorder. But worse. But worse, because... The main symptom of panic disorder is panic attacks, and they're usually, like, unwarranted, or just out of the blue, completely unexpected panic attacks. Mm -hmm. And for those of you who might not know what a panic attack is... um, It feels like you're dying. (laughs) Yeah, it's, like, just an absolute loss of control, like, racing thoughts. um, I'll never forget my first panic attack. Physical, like, numbness... I mean, I've experienced that, like, numbness in the extremities. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? You want to hear a funny know. story? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My first panic attack. And there's a difference between... Is there's a difference between panic and anxiety attacks, right? Because panic's worse. I don't... I think panic... You know dis- what an anxiety attack would be? I think panic attacks... Maybe they're kind of the I same. Think they are. But I, I think, think panic same, attacks but- are more intense. Yeah. I mean, panic versus anxiety. Well, because panic is that it's more like panic disorder. It's kind of like 
Yeah, more severe, well, worse anxiety. Well, my first panic like slash anxiety disorder occurred when I was watching the movie mm-hmm. um, Armageddon, if you know what that is. It's about the end of the world, <laughs> okay? So basically, there's a giant-ass meteor flying towards the Earth, and they send up Bruce Willis and all these other guys to, like, get it to blow yeah. it up or whatever. And there's a scene at the end where they start playing the sirens for like hurricanes or like tsunamis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That like air raid World War Two horn. Worst sound. I hate that fucking. I hate them too. And they always like. I'm always in some bumfuck county and it's going off. And I'm like, should we be underground? And everyone's just buying their fucking (laughs) yogurt. Like they don't give a shit. Like this just happens all the time. I'm like, all right. But yeah, um, that there was a scene where that siren goes off and the president comes on and he's like making an announcement to everybody in the United States. And he's like, get with your families, get to safety, tell them you love them. God bless us all. And I literally started having a fucking panic attack. And my parents are like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I can't breathe. And I'm like Holy thinking about shit. dying about this happening. And they're laughing. Like they it thought just it was became hysterical. real to you. Yeah, they like, thought it was hysterical. Wow. And I'm sitting there like. <laughs> yeah, like, it's I can't. not funny. My mom's like, but just breathe. And I'm like, I yeah. can't. <laughs> like, I'm so scared. I'm freaking out. But yeah, that was my first panic disorder. Anyway, um, I forget where I was. Oh, yeah. So it's. Um, sudden episodes of intense fear anxiety, usually including a panic attack, but they're more, uh, random, I think. Like, there's not really, like, in your case, you kind of had a stressor. Yeah, there was something that that triggered it, yeah. Yeah, but in in the case of panic disorder, that's not really always the case. Yeah, that's a, yeah, it's not always the case. There are definitely triggers for those people that have the disorder, um... If you have like PTSD, for example, there's obviously triggers. But yeah, I think people with panic disorder, I think you're right about that. They just sometimes panic attacks will just be triggered for reasons they might not even realize or understand, which is scary. Yeah. And I would hate to, you know. Way worse than just having regular generalized anxiety (laughs) disorder. (laughs) Okay. So the diagnostic criteria is persistent, unexpected panic attacks. Um, Okay. Got that covered. And then. Uh, at least one of the attacks has been followed by one month or more of one or both of the following. Either persistent concern or worry about additional panic attacks or a significant maladaptive change in behavior related to the attack. So, like, um, avoiding unfamiliar situations yeah. or anything that, yeah, any, like, triggers that they might be able to identify. Um, and then the disturbance is not attributable to the physiological effects of a substance and the disturbance is not better explained by another mental disorder such as social anxiety disorder or a specific phobia, anything like that. Okay. And as far as treatments, again, cognitive behavioral therapy, um, can help patients to learn different ways of reacting to the feelings of the anxiety or panic attacks coming on, um, and kind of, I guess... Yeah. Snub them out before yeah, it gets in CBT or in any therapy, I'm sure. But um, I know my therapist has given me specific ground. They're called grounding exercises. So when I'm having an anxiety attack, I can use those and it'll bring me back yeah. to reality. And it, at least to a point where I can think right. and be like, okay, I'm okay. I need to get in a safe space. Um, one of my favorites is a sensor, a sensory grounding exercise. And it's when you pick five things relating to each sense you have. Um, so like five things you see, five things you taste, whatever. If, and if you can't like, let's say, you know, I can't always taste five things or smell five things, you just skip it, but it helps because you're focusing on your surroundings and it forces you to think about something besides what you're what's in your head have anxiety or panic about yeah so if you have anxiety at home or you're prone to panic attacks anxiety attacks whatever try that it like i recommend it to all my friends who have anxiety because it helps like incredibly and then i also have a trick um if you feel anxiety coming on or a panic attack you grab an ice cube and you squeeze it as hard as you can and that's also a sensory um related grounding exercise because it forces your brain to think about what's going on in your body um physically instead of like emotionally and cognitively so yeah those are tips for people at home if you know you struggle with anxiety or panic disorder okay yeah and also Instead, or I guess it would be in addition to uh, behavioral therapy, there's SSRIs and benzodiazepines. Yeah. Again, oh wait, I'm looking at the wrong one. 
Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but also for that one, there's a serotonin norepinephrine reuptake inhibitor listed, which does something different than SSRI. I'm going to Google what that is because, Google. like I said, I have not taken a, a pharmaceutical class yet. Yeah. Um, so I, would, I have no I mean, idea. judging by the name, I would guess that it also acts on the norepinephrine levels rather than just the serotonin. Um, what that does, I don't know. Okay, there are antidepressant medications that act upon neurotransmitters in the brain that affect a person's mood. They're utilized in the treatment of depression and chronic pain. Huh. So they're used for, like, pain, too, not just, like, physical pain. Interesting. Okay. And also... Sorry, you can go ahead. No, go ahead. The main difference between SSRIs and SNRIs is that SSRIs prevent the uh, reuptake of serotonin and SNRIs prevent the reuptake. Oh, the reuptake. They prevent the reuptake of norepinephrine? Yeah. No, of okay. serotonin. Of serotonin. And neuro... Norepinephrine. Yeah. So what does that mean, the reuptake? It's like when they, the neurotransmitter will get taken back into the... Uh, synopsis. What the hell is that thing called? Yeah, the synapse is the part... It's like the... And I don't know. It gets know, taken man. back into the neuron. <laughs> um, so there's less available, like floating around does that make sense oh so like it so that you have it on store right so you're exactly. not depressed yeah okay that makes sense so like the you're SSRI not makes it so there's more serotonin in your synapses because it's not being re-uptaken right. as not, much right okay yeah and then the snri is does that um for serotonin and norepinephrine yeah okay and norepinephrine i'm looking now is related to the fight or flight response so, which oh, is that makes like sense for what a panic yeah. attack is essentially. It's just that fight or flight response. Okay. So I think that's all of our disorders yeah, for so, today. So that is it for our anxiety disorders this week. Um, so now we're going to move on and we're just going to answer um, a frequently asked question about anxiety that Robert has pulled up for us. All right. Ooh, here <laughs> he is. is. He's coming <laughs> in my space. <laughs> All right, so this is a question that we got DM'd to us on Instagram. Um, follow us off our meds um, on oh, Instagram. Plug it now. Yeah. <laughs> our meds podcast on Twitter. DM us yeah. if you do have a psychology question that you want answered on the podcast. Yeah. Um, so Slide this in. question comes from Rex underscore Williams 32. And he asks, how do you guys handle anxiety attacks in public? What are your steps to calm yourself down? Okay. I don't know if I've ever had an anxiety attack in public. Well, I have. <laughs> I've had plenty I'm in public. Um, the one I'm thinking of right now, I had one at a baseball game with Robert. It was on your birthday, wasn't it? Right? No, it wasn't on your birthday. We went to, whatever, we went to a Nats game one day, and I had a panic attack because I was being insecure. And he has a friend at work who I, I really like her. She's awesome, but she's gorgeous. And I was like super like insecure that day for some reason. I don't even know why, but I was just thinking, I was like, she's so pretty. And I literally had an anxiety attack like at the game and I like ran away into the bathroom and I was like trying not to cry. And that's the worst because I cry a lot um, just in response to anxiety. And um Trying to calm yourself down from crying in public is probably one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. Um, It's like physically painful because I'm like trying to like stop my tear ducts from like producing tears. Um, But all I can say, um, I'm lucky enough to have had Robert with me. um, And if you are with someone who knows about what you're going through, what I say is be open and honest about what's going on. Tell them yeah. so they can know, you know, make sure you're okay. Um, and just talk through what you're feeling. I think talking through the way you feel is it's extremely beneficial. I'm not good at it because I get so worked up. I can't physically talk, yeah. but it does help once I get it out. Um, crying. It sounds like crazy, but crying <laughs> just go helps find a so nice much. Corner. I love crying. <laughs> yeah. Cause like if I can get it all out, then I'm like, Okay, I can breathe again. Mm. So, yeah, I would say that um, some of the grounding exercises are good for, you know, bringing you back to reality. Calling someone, if you, you know, if you can. I would just, 
probably my biggest advice is finding someone you can talk to someone about that it that can talk you like down from it. Is, yeah. yeah. Um, that would be my biggest piece of advice is just, yeah, that would be mine. Okay. Um, I don't really, I don't think I've ever had a panic attack in public. Good for I you. Think, yeah. Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> they always awesome. have it when I'm like in bed, which is great. Um, but yeah, I don't like, I guess, I guess like maybe when I started school this mm-hmm. semester, like the first day, I guess that's the closest I could say. Yeah. But just like realizing, I get all I did was just realize everyone's in the same boat. Like it's not like you're not going to get killed or no one's looking at you. Like just try to rationalize what's going yeah, on. Yeah, Rationalize, um, which is hard to do when you have anxiety because yeah, you know your thoughts is. are so irrational yeah. but that goes back to like the grounding right um breathing that sounds so like cliche but seriously if you can get your breathing under control it helps tremendously because mm-hmm. i know when i'm having a panic attack i can't breathe yeah. i'm like <laughs> and i'm like crying and robert's like it's okay like breathe that's the first thing he always tells me breathe just breathe and i'm like i can't i can't he's like yeah. yes you can like and he, he'll breathe with me which helps a lot yeah. um finding a quiet space Away limited from people. sensory yeah. stimulation if you yeah if you yeah. don't have someone around you that you can like consult um with or you know talk to about um what's going on yeah finding a place that's not so overstimulating. right getting out of the situation that gave you anxiety in the first mm-hmm. place because lots of sounds lots of people they're just going to make it 10 times yep. worse um so yeah finding a quiet place getting your breathing under control and then calling someone or you know, if you're with someone telling them what's going on and just being open about what's happening. Um, that's my, that's the best advice I could give on what to do if you're, you know, have a panic yeah. attack in public. I mean, that's scary enough having one, but in public, it makes it 10 times worse. Like I know what that's like. Um, but yeah, that would be, that'd be my advice. Sounds pretty solid. All right. That sounds good. Well then, uh, let's give you guys let's try to give you guys our instagram and twitter again um since last week i was not able to do that um eddie Um, would you like to do it all right so so much stress um so you can follow us on instagram at off our meds or on twitter at our meds podcast i also started a facebook group um oh, for those on well, facebook okay. still um let me see i'm pretty sure i know oh see is. we're still not prepared we're still- <laughs> <laughs> i forgot about the facebook it's just off our meds podcast okay that's the facebook group and you dm dm us your yeah. faqs you guys or have misconceptions or just anything comments yeah. whatever yeah you can message um us on instagram twitter or through facebook you know whatever you want to do so yeah that was our third episode and uh we'll see you guys next week thanks bye guys bye